you were talking about that little metal tool shaped like a Jeep, and I just like, wait a minute, I happen to see one of those in the last 24 hours. There's no way that you're talking about the same thing. Way. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Well, it's week two of the Sausage Fest, and I'm not talking about those little party wieners, so let me just save you from <laughs> leaving that smart-ass voicemail right now. <laughs> Wendy will be back with us next week. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never driven anything but Jeeps, this show is for you. Josh, Tammy, Wendy, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about party wieners. God, let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Josh. On this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I've got a news story that's probably going to get you all riled up. We'll hear about a couple famous names coming together to create badass Jeeps, and we're going to go take a look at some things underneath the hood and see what silicone can do to upgrade them. I'm Tony, and... Uh well, we have some sad news to report about the Jeep Talk Show's Jeep Gladiator. In ex- yes! I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> you sucks. bastard. In an exclusive call from Slantis. Is it the Slantis or Stellantis? Or? Yeah, no, Stellantis. Lettuce? I forgot an L in there. Oh, okay. Put the emphasis on the syllable. <laughs> <laughs> Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. And this week we've got two famous names teaming up to make Jeeps better. And uh, what a pair of names here. We've got a Randolph Country custom auto builder and a conversion company in Boone, North Carolina have partnered up to offer performance engines for Jeep vehicles. Richard Petty and Petty's Garage of Randleman, North Carolina has announced a collaboration with Ruby Trucks. I thought he was dead. <laughs> to exclusively yeah. offer Petty's Garage custom engine packages for new Jeep Wranglers and Jeep Gladiators. Following more than a year of testing, the announcement comes just after Jeep announced the factory 392 Hemi option in Jeep Wranglers. While the Gladiator does not currently offer a factory Hemi option, Ruby Trucks offers years of experience converting Gladiators and other Jeeps to OEM Hemi power or higher performance engines. The partnership brings together one of the winningest names in auto racing with one of the top names in custom Jeep Wranglers and Gladiators. Both companies are recognized leaders around the world for automotive quality and performance. The two companies will debut their collaboration on April 23rd during Jeep Beach at Daytona International Speedway. It is the largest outdoor Jeep event in the eastern U.S., attracting thousands of Jeep enthusiasts from all across the U.S. as well as other countries. Yeah, I thought, he, uh, I thought that guy was dead. He's, uh, he's still kicking, I guess. Uh, well, at least, you know, his, his name and, uh, uh, Oh, so you, you don't know. know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I guess, I mean, uh, it's good. It, it, the 392 Hemi in a Jeep is always a good thing. I think, uh, at least, uh, no, I, Richard Petty is uh, still alive. Uh, 83 years young. Oh my goodness. He's not racing though. Right? No, you're not going to find him. Just to the bathroom. Maybe some <laughs> Get out of my life. way! Uh, no, I, I think he's... he's uh, he might be uh, doing some teaching and stuff like that. Uh, I know there, there's a Richard Petty race school, um, so he probably does some class instruction and, and some other things and uh, stuff like that. So, But, uh, hey, this is, this is still big news. Uh, so two big names coming together. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens over the next couple months uh, as this rolls out and gets going. I think we've probably lost all of the South because I'm making fun of a NASCAR legend uh, 
<laughs> Richard Petty, uh, very famous uh, individual, very good job. I, I'm sure he's got a good sense of humor. Either that or he's well, driving to my house right now. Because you you actually kind of had me had to take a belt. I was like, is he dead? Did he pass away? <laughs> I, I don't know. Crap. I thought he. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I, you had me there. No problems. Uh, this is what happens when you miss the morning meetings. Well, here's a problem. Uh, I guess it's uh, not necessarily what you say, but how you say it sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge college sports fan. Uh, no big surprise there. There's just too much to follow, and I really don't have that kind of free time. Not to mention what they are allowing staff at colleges to get away with nowadays, but that's a different show. Now, chances are that by now you've heard that Baylor beat Gonzaga on April 5th for the Men's Basketball National Championship in the school's history. Now, congratulations are are definitely in order, and so thought a local Jeep dealership, whose general manager, Ted Teague, said he would be providing Baylor's uh, Baylor's coach, Scott Drew, with the use of a customized Jeep after after the men's basketball team won the NCAA tournament. Now, Teague said that the dealer had given Baylor women's coach, Kim Mulkley, the use of a Corvette and wanted to keep the tradition going for Drew. So, why was this particular Jeep so special? Well, it was part of a parade in Waco on Tuesday celebrating Baylor's championship. So it certainly had some public attention. Okay, so what's the problem then? Well, it was during this announcement while on the air with a local TV news affiliate when Teague made a comment regarding the recruiting practices of said coach that, if interpreted through the lens of today's cancel culture, could be deemed insensitive in, I don't know, some way. (laughs) Coach, here's the quote. Coach Scott can enjoy it and he'll use it to recruit and pull some people out of the hood. Now, if you watch the video of the interview, you can tell that Teague realized what he said on live television probably wasn't the most politically correct way of saying what he meant. Now, despite the man's immediate and very obvious remorse for the comment, Baylor, of course, had to be a snowflake, and oh boy, the panties were a-bunching. The next day, Baylor tweeted out in a joint statement from Director of Athletics Mark Rhodes and Head Coach Scott Drew saying that they wouldn't be taking the SUV. The remarks of Teague do not align with our institutional values or the culture of our athletic programs. We can confirm we are not accepting the Jeep driven in the parade on Tuesday. As a department, we are committed to recruiting a diverse group of student-athletes, coaches, and staff, all of whom are valued members of our community. Oh, boo-effing who? I am sick and effing tired of everybody looking for an excuse, any excuse at all, no matter how far they have to reach for it to get offended. This was a general manager of a dealership who went out of his way to pull a brand new Jeep from his inventory, something that he certainly did not have to do, then went out of his way even further to lift it, put some sweet wheels and tires on it, then gave it a full Baylor College-themed wrap all the way around to really help draw the attention to the coach's recruiting efforts. But no, we don't see the countless hours or the various techs and companies that it took to customize the Jeep and the money spent to make it all happen. Nope. All we see is an opportunity for unwanted, unneeded, and in my opinion, unwarranted public outrage. Talk about sore winners. Sheesh. If you would like to make your own conclusion, well, we will have a link to the video clip of this interview in question in the show notes for this episode at jeeptalkshow.com. So I don't think that characterization, the funny voice that you were doing, was uh, indicative of uh, a, a, a fair play. And uh, I was uh, I was offended by it and, and, a, little, sure you were. and a little aroused. So... Uh, <laughs> just sort of throw that out there for the uh, for the audience that are upset by uh, Josh's characterization. Oh, I'm pissing people off every week now. Apparently, <laughs> well, that's that's in the contract. <laughs> so there you go. 
That's amazing. I, I mean, my God, could you imagine somebody doing that for you? Uh, and uh, no, or, or, or maybe the company or, or something that you work for, but you were going to get the benefit out of it. I mean, that yeah, would be right? huge. Here you go. Here's a vehicle for a year, completely customized. And oh, by the way, it's wrapped with all of your, you know, your college, your jobs, That's big. basically, you know, colors and logos and you know all that sort of stuff. It would have been a great recruiting tool. Yep. But no, 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 no. We have to. You know, no, there's there's no words for my outrage. I wonder if the if I contacted somebody at the Pentagon, specifically with the Army, uh, if I if maybe they would let me have a tank that I could drive around. They could wrap it with you know Army recruiting on it, and man, that would get <laughs> right. a lot of press. That would get a lot of attention. Yeah, that would be pretty well, cool. Hey, if you've got a news tip or response to any one of our stories, including this one, be sure to let us know what you have to say. You can do it by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how. Hey, coming up a little bit later in the show, we've got an interview with Monica Lenski from mechmagnets.com. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Hey, coming up in Tech Talk, no, we're not talking about implants. See, he was thinking ahead for me. <laughs> but we will be talking about silicone upgrades for the front of your Jeep. Front, see? Yeah, I, that was yeah. you knew. You knew exactly what was going to happen there. <laughs> Doing this for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've been listening to you guys free for know, years now, and I figure I'm time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on, because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little? Bit. I got to thank uh, Cody over at Trail Chasers for the ear holes thing because uh, he made that comment. I think it was about the Jeep Talk Show, Jeep Talk Show in your ear holes or something. Uh, uh, one of the times when he's subbing in, and I just thought it was hilarious. I mean, how how nasty does that sound? Oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna st- <laughs> Jeep Talk Show in your ear holes, right? So. All up in your <laughs> ear holes. <Yes. laughs> Right in there, scooching around the earwax and uh, itching that spot for you. It's uh, it's all about the uh, it's all about the audience. So anyway, uh, welcome all paid uh, subscribers and and you rat bastards that are out there. <laughs> you know who you are. We we've had a rat bastard campaign going on, an actual tangible live yep, out yep. in the public, people on the street in the parking lots. Rat bastard campaign. Do we have any updates on that? Has we have any uh, any people who have. Uh, you know, tried to relinquish their rat bastard status. <laughs> no, nobody has. Everybody's really embracing it. In fact, uh, if you go over to Rat Bastard, uh, the uh, the Facebook group, uh, this Facebook dot com slash group slash Rat Bastard. Um, there's been a few people uh, signing up to become Rat Bastards, and of course, we have uh, uh, your standard questions. Uh, do you uh, want to be a rat bastard? And uh, the answer is yes or no. And then, yeah, it, and then, would you infect a? Uh, would you be willing to infect a jeep uh, with a uh, a rat bastard uh, tag? Yes. And and several we get several. Uh, uh, sure, uh, uh, maybe I'm willing to learn. <laughs> and hell yeah! I've never done this before, so okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, that's happening. And of course, as it happens here so often, we're still working on getting those rat bastard tags and the the dead rats out to you. Uh, several people have signed up. I think we've got about fifteen or so, maybe sixteen or so people amazing. Yeah, signed up, waiting, to, waiting, eagerly waiting for their rats and their uh, their toe tags. I guess is what these things look like, so that they can go out and and put these dead rats on uh, individuals uh, uh jeeps it it's not it, it, we're not criticizing your jeep we're just saying hey you're a rat bastard and of course they come and listen to the show which you know cleverly makes them a rat bastard you don't have to be a rat bastard though you can become a paid subscriber and coming up later in the show you're going to find out how to be a special paid subscriber to the jeep talk show just keep listening uh, but if you would like to become a paid subscriber right now, go over to jeeptalkshow.com, look around on the page, you'll see how you can subscribe. I think it is uh, friends with benefits. There's uh, the basic membership, which is uh, you see Josh's picture next to that. Friends with benefits, uh, there's uh, Tammy's picture, there's no connection there. And uh, we have Wendy in there for Sugar Daddy Sugar Mama. Uh, and Josh, you know, I think we're getting more Sugar Daddy Sugar Mama paid subscribers well, hey, at $100 a, a, each than we are the, the $39.95 ones uh, that, uh, uh, that has uh, the next to Tammy's picture there. So uh, if you'd like to get, you know, and we're running out. Uh, I'm getting ready to send out the uh, honor badges, the no longer a uh, rat bastard honor badges. And Turned we, out great, by the way. Those things thank are you, thank you. nicely done. And uh, we have four left. I'm going to have to order a new batch. So uh, if you want to get in on that, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we encourage you to get over there right now and become a paid subscriber uh, for those, uh, those final few. Uh, and uh, we'll be keeping you updated uh, as far as uh, uh, when we're out and when we have more in. Oh, and I will mention this. We, we neglect mentioning this uh, uh, so often. The, the, there are uh, stickers available. So if you'd like to get a Jeep Talk Show sticker, uh, just uh, simply uh, go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and uh, send us an email. The email address will be right there on that page. And uh, request uh, the address where to send your self-addressed stamped envelope to. And we'll get you out a couple of uh, Jeep Talk Show stickers. If you'd like a Rat Bastard sticker, uh, put a note in there that uh, you want a, a Rat Bastard sticker as well. And we'll throw that in for you. Look at how generous we are. Oh, and uh, for you folks that are in the Houston area or maybe just want to drive a, a, a long ways to get a sticker, uh, you go over to uh, you can go to South Fork. Uh, Dodge, Ram, Jeep, Ram, there's all kinds of brands there uh, in Manville, Texas. And they have a, uh, what did you call it? A, a special, a uh, limited edition uh, limited Jeep Talk edition, Show? Yeah. Jeep Talk Show sticker that has uh, the uh, the South Fork logo on it. So you just go over there and raise holy hell if they don't have them available I for you. I want my sticker, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and remember, that's where Deadpool works. So you, if you can't find the sticker, say, where's Deadpool? I want Deadpool. I want Deadpool's going to give you my stickers. So And uh, he, he'll, he will definitely uh, hide in uh, the bathroom from you. Just no. made a celebrity. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that I think we beat that one long enough. So uh, let's move on to. Oh, speaking of beating, let's move on to Nikki G. <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Heidi Ho, and thank you for calling the Jeep Talk Show. Unfortunately, our caller ID software has recognized you as a rat bastard. And, well, we don't have time to talk to rat bastards right now. So at the tone, leave a message. 
and we'll snicker and laugh at you behind your back at our earliest convenience. Hello, Mr. McElroy. This is Tim Calhoun from Jeep's Logistics and Shipping Department. Now, we regret to say that we seem to have a problem with your new Jeep Gladiator that you ordered. Yeah, the build's coming along fine. And, of course, they're built here in the United States. But the extra wide, extra long, extra strong seatbelt that you asked for is, well... How can I say it? It's it's on a shipping container in a Suez Canal, and it's it's delayed just a little bit. Well, that's where your so part just sit is, tight, Josh. and uh, when it gets here, we'll we'll let you know. Again, we regret any inconvenience this might cause. Hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, man, I really wish I could have joined the Zoom room last week when you guys were talking about the most expensive thing in your Jeep. Hmm. And uh, well, of course. I drive a Jeep Cherokee, the XJ, not the new fancy squinty-eyed one, which I don't think they're squinty-eyed anymore. Besides, that's a racist term. Or is it? I don't know. And I don't really care. <laughs> but anyhow, as I was saying, I drive a Jeep XJ. So the most expensive thing I have in it right now, it's kind of a toss-up between the uh, McDonald's Big Mac meal, supersized, of course, or the full tank of gas. <laughs> And you know, that's exactly why I'm calling. But if I wasn't <laughs> calling for that reason today, it would it's probably be something ever. like to tell you that I play soccer, but I don't do it because I enjoy it. Um. I do it for the kicks. Huh. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat at you later. And you have a good one. Bye. Well, this stuff cracks me up. <laughs> I was confused for the longest times where people were calling uh shoes or boots or something kicks uh oh yeah you got some new kicks on yeah and uh, i i think that that has come and gone i think that's how old that is uh yeah. but that was like what the hell are you talking about so whenever uh whenever i got the uh the 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 file from uh from nikki g it says kicks so i thought he's gonna be talking about shoes <laughs> or cereal maybe i don't know true true yeah so anyway funny stuff always funny stuff from uh from nikki g uh, we, uh, you know, you got, we need to give Nikki G a little love. So let's get some voicemails in and, uh, don't hold back. So let us know what you think about Nikki G uh, calling in every week. Would it be the same show without Nikki G? Oh, seriously though. So Tony, um, speaking of things getting stuck on containers and stuff. Yeah. You know, my, my parts, uh, yeah. Suez canal. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, do we have any updates as, as to when your, your gladiator is going to be here? I, I know we were talking last week, last episode, you had gotten a rough delivery date. Has that been solidified yet? Do you have any more details? Josh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, yes, we are going to talk about the, the gladiator here and, uh, there has been an update now. I think that I reported last week that uh, there was a uh, potential uh, Saturday this 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 week this Saturday uh, right uh, of it being uh, well let's see is that right uh, yeah yeah uh, I, I I got an update saying the the, the Gladiator was going to be in the Houston area uh, by this Saturday which uh, for you folks following at home that would be uh, April the seventeenth. And, uh, but I wasn't sure if that meant that it was going to be here on a train or if it was going to be here at, at the dealership. So, uh, Monday I, uh, gave, uh, Ben over at South Fork Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, 
uh, to see where the Jeep Gladiator was actually going to be Saturday. And it turns out it's supposed to be at the dealership. He he rode off to Mexico in a bright new red Gladiator. (laughs) So, but it is supposed to be at the dealership Saturday. He said it may be in Friday. So, uh, uh, you know, the day that you're, that this podcast is released, I could actually be picking up the Gladiator. I'm not stuff. happy for you. I'm not happy for you. <laughs> oh, there. But, well, this may be. This might make you happy because uh, I, I know how much you're uh, you're so happy. I'm uh, getting the uh, the Gladiator, but mm. it, it appears that there may be an issue with the, the with the Gladiator. It's here. Well, one can only hope. But there, but there may be a problem with it. So uh, we we received this call. I'm not quite sure why they were calling the Jeep Talk Show uh, with this information. But uh, anyway, you be the judge. Hello. This is Seymour from Stellantis Corporation, trying to get a hold of a Tony please. This is in regards to your Jeep Gladiator custom order. I regret to inform you that at this time, we cannot make the firecracker ready requested because of tending problems. However, we are substituting the color brilliant black crystal for you. Hope this works out for your request. Thank you, and have a great day. Well, son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's, Sorry, everybody's I, I, a comedian. I, I think that is just... I, that tickles me pink. Uh, that's what I would have gone with. Well, if I was like, making that call, I would have said, <laughs> did a special batch for you that's, uh, that's pink. So... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, well, I'll, despite despite that uh, that phone I'll be, call, I'll be picking you're going to have a gladiator there at the at the dealership uh, allegedly this weekend. Uh, yep. It may or may not be red at this point. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, at least you got that looking. To look oh, forward to, oh, and speaking of picking it up, uh, picking up this gladiator at uh, uh, South Fork Crosser Dodge Jeep Ram in Manville, Texas, uh, we now have a extra special paid subscription available for forty six thousand dollars you get josh for a weekend you know sure let's (laughs) let's make this a long weekend because for 46k you deserve it you're here (laughs) well i'm glad to hear you're on board with this josh the of course this is limited you know i'll eat your food i'll drink all your beer it's now it'll be great times well there's uh there's uh anything's on the table in this uh this contract it is forty six thousand dollars i you know (laughs) This is a limited time offer, and it will end by Saturday when I pick up the Gladiator. So, you know, if you don't get the joke already. (laughs) Right. Right. I don't do windows. How about up against the window? Tony. (laughs) (laughs) So. Good Lord. (laughs) No, it's not me. I'm asking for a friend. So, uh, oh, and, you know, we, we talked about some flat towing uh, a while back, Josh, and uh, we were going to bring this up on the show uh, once mm-hmm. the Gladiator was here, but we've had somebody uh, call in, and uh, uh, actually, uh, he says he read the manual. Somebody RTFM'd. Holy crap. Does, does this sound like our listeners? I think this guy might be from another uh, another podcast, another, show, another yeah. podcast listener that uh, actually is uh, they, where they encourage them to read the manual. Oh, you know, uh, the uh, the On the Trail podcast encourages you to read the manual. So I bet you, he, I bet you he's from there. They probably sent him over here to uh, tell us about this. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's hear what what, what uh, Josh knows about flat towing. Not you, Josh. Another another Josh. The caller, Josh. 
Hey guys, I'm listening to episode 481, and there's some discussion about flat tilling and what to do with the transmission. This procedure is laid out in your owner's manual. I know, gas. <laughs> Open your owner's manual and read it, right? Uh, you place the, the transfer case in neutral and place either the manual transmission in, in A gear, uh, I believe it says first, but I have to double check, and the automatic transmission into park. The reason for this is lubrication. Uh, your transfer case is lubricated by the rotation of the output shaft. It drives a pump in the transfer case, which circulates oil. The transmissions are not lubricated that way. If you're not normally driving them with, you know, the friggin' input shaft turning, there's no real lubrication going on because the transmission pump in auto is driven by the input shaft. On the manuals, they're splash lubricated. So uh, if the gear train is not turning inside of the transmission, you're not getting oil splashed around in there and lubricating bearings. So the, uh, the reasoning behind that is you put it in gear, your transmission doesn't turn, and uh, you don't worry about burning up bearings and everything in there. The transfer case is lubricated just by the, just by the rear drive shaft turning, so you can have that in neutral and it works fine. Uh, another way to get around this, if you're really, really worried about the transmit, the transfer case somehow slipping back into gear, is to just remove the drive shafts. Uh, anyway, there's the reasoning behind putting the transmission in gear. Uh, this is Josh. You guys have a good time. Now, you know, he mentioned something in there about, you know, back, I uh, referenced that, that episode 482, 481, somewhere around there. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I had made some rather important points uh, throughout that episode, and, and I believe that I was even uh, affirmed by other co-hosts and, and other listeners. So I'm just going to point that out. Uh, and uh, we have a follow-up. Uh, I think he was anticipating uh, you poo-pooing him. Hey, it's Josh again about the transfer case thing. Uh, some things I thought about because I had time to think about it. That makes sense. One, I know Josh is going to ask, how can the transmission gears turn if the transfer case is in neutral? There's a certain amount of friction that's caused by the bearings, the gears, the chain, and the fluid, and that will cause the the output shaft on the the transmission to also rotate while it's being towed down the road. Uh, second thing, the procedure I described really only applies to like YJs, XJs, TJs, anything that has the 231, 242, or 241 transfer cases. The WK2s and the WKs, they have a different procedure uh, for getting all their stuff into neutral. You'll have to, again, check your owner's manual before you flat toe and make sure you follow the procedure in there. Yeah, it's funny, whenever he said check your owner's manual, I was like, well, I will as soon as I get the Gladiator. And then it dawned on me, I'm not towing the Gladiator, so I, I've got an XJ. I just look at that one and see what it says. <laughs> you still have your owner's manual for the XJ? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, all right. Well, but, but remember, it's a one-owner vehicle, so uh, I just have it in the glove compartment since uh, day figured, one. I figured that glove compartment would have been cleaned out for Arduino and Raspberry Pi long ago, so. <laughs> and no, not the electronic Raspberry Pi. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, well, you knew. You knew that's why you uh, you mentioned it. Well, anyway, thanks for calling in, Josh, and letting yeah, us know that. I'll have, uh, to, I'll have to give that other Josh. And, and as I have mentioned on this show, Tony, we, we or, ordinarily don't take uh, phone calls from other Joshes. I, I, I like the Highland. <laughs> we have a Josh limit. <laughs> yes, yeah, there is a limit. So. <laughs> 
but uh, great information and thank you for reading the manual for me i i'm going to contact you when i'm looking up a, a word that i can't spell so it'll be uh <laughs> get you get you to be in the mom zone as far as uh, the dictionary and the spelling so thank you again well better than the friend zone i suppose <laughs> You got tech questions? Ah, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! So this week's topic comes in from Joseph P. from Goldendale, Washington, and he asks, do silicone hoses make any difference for off-road? Well, first off, thanks, Joseph, for writing in. Ultimately, silicone hoses are better than those stock OEM rubber hoses for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is looks. Now, if you want to give a little bit of love to your engine compartment, swapping out those rubber hoses for silicone ones will not only make it look better, but yes, there are some advantages for running silicone too. So in this segment, I will go over the top five reasons why silicone hoses are often considered superior to rubber. Okay, the first and foremost is going to be flexibility and resilience. I know that's kind of two in one, so you're going to get a little bit of a bonus here. Silicone hoses benefit from superior flexibility compared to rubber. There's just really no comparison. And what's better is that they maintain this flexibility over their entire lifespan, unlike rubber hoses. Now, I've seen radiator hoses literally crumble apart at the ends after, you know, because they've been so abused and in such extreme temperatures or or, uh, environments for so long. Silicone reduces that risk uh, that your hoses will split, harden, or even become dry rotted due to storage or environmental factors. Number two, the lifespan. Silicone hoses last practically forever and actually might possibly even outlast your Jeep. Now, because they have such a long lifespan, they can average out to a lower cost per mile or per year, depending on how you break it down, compared to rubber hoses, even though their upfront cost is typically a bit higher. Now, some manufacturers even offer lifetime warranties on their products. Try getting that kind of service from a parts store radiator hose. But buyer beware, not all silicone products come with a warranty. Number three, operating temperature range. One of the main reasons people change to silicone is the operating temperature. After all, it's all about thermodynamics. The idea is that most reinforced silicone hoses for Jeep applications will retain the temperature of whatever is going through them without letting the heat or cold bleed into the engine compartment or through the hose. Jeeps run hot enough as it is when wheeling. You don't need your radiator hoses, for instance, bleeding off a bunch of heat into the engine bay only to be soaked up by a cheap rubber or plastic intake tube. Silicone hoses are, inside and out, more resilient to extreme temperatures than rubber of any kind any day of the week. If you're building a racing or competition vehicle of any kind, or just adding some horsepower to your Jeep's engine, silicone is definitely the way to go. Number four, noise and vibration control. Silicone has the ability to dampen sounds and vibrations, keeping a quiet and stable profile. Rubber has been known to be a source of noise due to the friction between the rubber and the mating surface. Since silicone is smooth as glass inside and out, the friction coefficient is dramatically reduced both at the connection point as well as throughout the hose length. Now think of how much less turbulent the airflow would be in the intake system, for instance, if you were able to get rid of all that accordion tubing. Number five. Last but not least, aesthetics. We kind of already touched on this, but one of the most obvious advantages of upgrading the hoses under the hood of your Jeep is how they look. Now, there are oftentimes, depending on the manufacturer, many different colors available too. I've even seen camouflage. So if you have or want a theme going on under the hood, this is the best way to accomplish that. Of course, if you're not into that sort of thing, that's totally cool too. And almost any hose manufacturer will have everything they offer in black as well. So to circle back and answer the original question, yes. Silicone hoses do make a difference in many ways, both on and off-road, but it's not all sunshine and rainbows, though. There are certain applications where silicone is not going to be the best choice. 
The molecular structure of silicone does not play well with oil, fuel, and other oil-based products. So, using a silicone using silicone tubing for something like a fuel filler hose, or for say, uh, instance, a an oil filter relocation or dry sump conversion would not work for very long at all. There are some companies out there that are now putting a, a lining into their silicone hoses to prevent this, but that of course is going to come at quite the premium. And if you're still looking for an enhanced look and want something that still offers some improvements. Consider braided lines with an A with AN fittings. When installed in the same engine bay as full silicone hose swap, well, your Jeep will look like it just rolled out of a race garage and will be ready to take on the most extreme conditions with the utmost of confidence. In case you're curious, the average price for a full silicone hose upgrade kit, including both upper and lower radiator hoses, both heater core hoses, and all the clamps that you're going to need will gen generally run you about $150 to $200, depending on the company and how extensive the kit is. So, Josh, on our uh, 4.0s, the Jeep 4.0 liter uh, engines, um, yes, sir. Uh, you know, if you keep up with it, it's fine, but it seems like all too often uh, I forget how long I've uh, it's been since I've changed out the, the radiator hoses. And uh, the, the lower radiator hose for the 4.0, the one that uh, mates up to the uh, uh, water pump, is under uh, a, pretty, uh, a lot of pressure uh, as, yeah. as, as your Jeep is running. And that one has a tendency when it gets old to rip. I mean, it'll rip a huge oh, yeah. gaping split hole. Up in like a, like yeah. a microwaved banana. Yeah, and it will, it will dump your uh, coolant in a matter of seconds. Yeah, so no, I'm thinking higher contents of yeah. your radiator. This isn't like oh, I overheated and all I need is a water bottle to you know top oh, this no. off. Cools down. <laughs> oh, you're screwed. Yeah, in in fact, I recommend you keeping one of those uh, split radio radiator hoses to flush your uh, your engine from coolant. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, uh, I'm wondering if the the silicone hose, at least for that lower radiator hose, might uh, you know keep you from uh, popping a hose, uh, say in the middle of the desert while you're. Uh, uh, 60 miles from any anything or any drop of water no absolutely the 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 strength and the resistance to extreme temperatures uh are, are bar none compared with uh with just plain rubber or any oem hose uh silicone uh is more rugged uh it's more flexible it's going to hand uh hold up to those kind of temperatures and in, in not most time most uh, instances uh the silicone tubing is actually rated at a higher temperature uh before failure than than the rubber is and likely you're you're you'll have engine you'll have components inside the engine bay melting before you know, the hose ever sees those kind of temperatures. So uh, really, I mean, they're nearly indestructible. Now, you misroute it, you misinstall it, you don't do it right, and you have like hose rubbing on metal. Uh, your fan gets a little too close to it. Well, obviously those kind of things can ruin it or put a hole in it or. Uh, decrease the lifespan of something like this. So again, it all kind of depends on how and where you install it and, and uh, uh, making sure you're doing things right and you'll, you'll have no problems for years and years and years. I may have to get uh, some of these, uh, for at least the lower radiator hose for all the 4.0s that we have here. So that's, uh, that's a great idea. I mean, uh, I'm glad that you brought that up. But I got to yes, say, I'm a bit disappointed uh, when you oh. said silicone, uh, I was expecting them to be bigger and a bit jiggly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tried to preface it in the beginning. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still going to go there. <laughs> All you got to do is find a company that uh, stamps double D on their hoses. You'll be good to go. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, if you have anything to add to this topic or maybe you have a question for Tech Talk, we'll just jump over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and send us a message. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? What are you talking about, man? Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. 
Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com. And after 10 years, even though I would assume on the radio as well, it's still not on the radio, damn it. <laughs> nah, I know. Not even satellite radio. Move over, Howard Stern. Coming through. Oh, by the way, I'm getting uh, a satellite radio in the Gladiator free for a year. You're going to like that. Uh, I don't think I'll like it enough to continue, but we'll see. Uh-oh, probably not. Not for what they're trying From around the world. <laughs> or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Alrighty, ho, boys and girls. It's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview. And I just happened to run across uh, M-E-K Magnet. Do you say, uh, do you call it Meek or just you say the initials M-E-K? We call it Meek. Meek. Okay, good. I guessed that one right. Um, so right. I, I ran across Meek Magnet and uh, Monica, who is the president and CEO and founder of Meek Magnet. Uh, she's an avid Jeeper and invented the Jeep armor after picking up some questionable lines in the trails so not to uh, scratch her new Jeep. Once she safely got out of that trail, she created and patented removable trail armor and started Meek Magnet to pursue her entrepreneurial dream and because of her love for Jeep. And I think that's a wonderful thing. It's, uh, it's like they say, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Although I'm sure you've been working, especially getting this thing going. But thank you very much for uh, agreeing to be with us tonight and talk to our listeners. Hey, anytime, Tony. So um, that the thing, um, the thing that I was really surprised about, there was no actual body armor stuff to protect those those doors, and they, we all know how very expensive they are, and we also know how expensive it is to get it uh, the body work done and, and repainted. Now I know some of you guys are out there going, they that's just damage to the Jeep that you're going to get, and anybody that doesn't uh, doesn't like damage, they they must be mall crawlers. Well, I don't agree with that. I like form and function. I'd like to be able to go anywhere and look good doing it. I totally agree with you, Tony. I mean, for me on my Jeep, my badge of honor is the scraped up wheels, but the side needs to look shiny and pristine. I like that. And uh, so yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that got me about this was uh, when, I, when I saw the, the magnets, because that's how these things stick on there. Uh, I mean, it's actually in the name of the company. How do you keep them on at highway speeds, or, or do you recommend running these things at highway speeds? So, good question. We actually have um, two and soon to launch um, three different types of armor uh, that are coming out. So, our original one was uh, was all magnetic, and that was for the TJs and the JKs because those are all steel bodies. Um, so, those, I've t- highway tested them up to about 90 miles per hour going uh, from California to Utah, like to Moab and all that. Um, and as long as they're installed on a clean, dry Jeep and installed properly and, and properly bonded to the Jeep with no wind-facing edges sticking up or bubbles under, um, it will hold no problem. Um, the second type of armor that we've got that we launched probably about a year ago is for the new aluminum JLs and JTs. And so with those, we've actually applied a uh, custom-formulated gel membrane on the back of the magnet that sticks to the, the Jeep aluminum and all. Um, it's a washable and reusable product, um, and it's, uh, it's just been amazing. And those, I have yet to have anyone hit a speed fast enough to budge those suckers. They're like, once they're on, they stay put until you want them off. 
Now, before you said uh, Utah to California, I was going to say this, of course, was on a closed track professional driver. You don't try this at home. But I guess everybody knows you drove 90 miles an hour to these places. <laughs> well, okay, so a good chunk of the speed limit, actually, in Utah is like 80, 85 miles an hour. Oh, it's close and enough. And it's a long, long, clear, open road. You can see who's watching. So. <laughs> oh, well, you know, like I said, close it's enough. It's part of the Jeep stress test right <laughs> you know there's there's some jeepers out there going man i wish my jeep would do 90 <laughs> so this well this is where you where you prove it <laughs> yeah exactly so how long how long have you uh, how long has the company been around how long have you been making these things um so i officially started the company in 2016 um but i designed and built the armor about a year and a half uh before that it took a little bit of r&d time before i was actually ready to to bring something to the market so officially 2016 that's really cool. And and from what you just said, you have not had any reports of the armor coming off at speeds. So uh, we will, I think we'll, it'll be safe to assume that uh, nobody's doing over 100 in, in a Jeep. But even if they were, <laughs> you, they haven't reported having an issue. So now, is, is this stuff metal? What is this stuff made out of? So the original stuff was, uh, it's, it's all magnet. And we use a, uh, like a super high energy, really high hold rubberized magnet. Um, so it's not just like a, a fridge magnet idea. It's, it's a very thick magnet um, that we print a design on the one side. We use a UV um, uh, curing ink that won't fade in the sun. Um, and then also, the, because we do the, a rubberized coating on the magnet, there's no actual iron, iron, iron ferrite directly in, in contact with your clear coat. So we're not going to cause rusting or any of that stuff with dissimilar metals. Um, the new stuff is a so we still use the exact same magnet with you know the thick protective layer that everyone's kind of you know grown to love um and on the back of it we have a, a gel membrane so if you if you've ever gone to a hospital and had one of those silicone patch like the reusable silicone patches on your skin it's that kind of like a sticky technology um so it i call it a gel because it, it's a very like uh like a soft um kind of like rubbery stick um, but it's not actually, like, it, it doesn't separate. No part of it will come off. Um, and if it ever gets really dirty, um, you can literally just rinse it with uh, water, let it air dry, and it completely reactivates. So the use, as long as you keep it fairly clean, um, you can get up to 200 reuses out of it. Oh, that's interesting, too. So you can actually take it off and put it back on, you know, clean it, uh, make sure both surfaces are clean, and, and take it on and put it uh, on and off 200 times is what you're saying. Yep, exactly. Up to, I should say, up to 200 times, because it really depends on how you clean it, and I, I would assume, too, what, what you actually have on it. So it, Right, and, you, and how, how rough you use it. Yeah, you mentioned uh, refrigerator magnet. It's not like a refrigerator magnet, but that makes me, makes me wonder. I, in my head, I have it as a, a rigid metal plate with a magnet basically on the back of it. Uh, and and I, maybe that's wrong. Is it is it a flexible uh, thing that you could? Uh, it is. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a it's a flexible magnet. Okay. So it, again, it's not a refrigerator magnet, but that would be a a good way of thinking of it because the refrigerator magnets generally you can uh, uh, peel them off the refrigerator, so to speak. And and this would work exactly, similar, the yeah. similar so way. Okay. This, this is a very thick version of that with with a really cool printed graphic. Um, that's a whole another uh, another aspect you could get into. You could get into customized uh, magnets for refrigerators, where they could just cover the whole the whole front of the refrigerator. 
<laughs> you know, I, I suppose we can. <laughs> I, I would prefer to stick to Jeeps, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They're a yeah. lot more fun. Oh, I like that. that. Stick to Jeeps. That's a, that's a good one. You need to use that. We stick to Jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always say we've got you covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and this is really cool now. So, how much damage does the, does the uh, this flexible... Uh, magnet that you're putting on your Jeep, how much damage will it protect it from? Certainly from the pinstripes that you get whenever you go by uh, trees and brush and stuff, but can you can you drag it along, along a rock? I mean, uh, how, how well does it stand up on the, the really hard trails and the really bad drivers? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It, it honestly depends. Um, I personally, when I had it on my JKU, I would run through every single brush and shrub and pointy tree and everything like that because I did want to see what kind of things can it withstand. Oh, it's research. Um, you You're know, doing little, research. Yeah. Little, oh, <laughs> of course, of course. I do all my own R&D. So, um, I, I definitely wanted to see, you know, how um, can something snag and, and pull any part of it off? How much heavy, thick mud can I cake on it before the weight of the mud might peel it? Especially when the little underdrawer pieces off. I've done all of that testing. And I have to say, some of the really larger branches that I've scraped across, the worst that it's done is, so it didn't move the armor. It actually scratched through and, and damaged the armor, but it didn't cut all the way through. And on the back side, I have a white Jeep. It left me a little black smear. The, the, where, and, and it was a big tree that I literally rubbed right against. And all I did was use a little Windex and uh, like a Microsoft fiber cloth, and I was able to just, just wipe it right off. Okay. Um, I have a customer that uh, sent me an email. He was so grateful. He ac- you know, made a bad um, bad move. His Jeep slipped, and the whole uh, passenger side front quarter panel went straight into a rock and scraped down. Um, he said it had a very minor uh, dent that he was able to pull out. The, the armor itself took all of the damage. Um, you know That piece, obviously, he couldn't reuse, but it didn't puncture the paint which is his biggest thing is it didn't crack or puncture his paint throughout all that. Wow. That's really good. That says yeah. a lot about your product. I'm, right not, there. I'm not saying, you know, go and intentionally hit anything like this. This is a, in essence, a thick magnet, which isn't, you know, it's, it's not steel armor that you have on the side. Right. So don't go crazy. But for those little minor, oops, you know, it, it definitely uh, takes a lot. Okay. So what we've established is it's uh it sticks to your vehicle, and if, if the vehicle isn't uh, very magnetic, you have a, a way of, uh, of getting it stuck on with uh, this uh, the sticky bits that you can put on the back of it uh, for, for those specific Jeeps. Uh, it will take a significant amount of damage. You may lose that piece that, that took the damage, but uh, the, the, the Jeep itself only takes minor damage. And, of course, this is just a, a general thing, guys. There's things that you can do that is going to damage your stuff. There's nothing that would be able to protect it. But in the cases that, uh, uh, that Monica has run across here, it, it, it's, it's really helped the Jeeper out. So, I mean, we, that's the reason why we do armor. Not that it's going to make the, 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 the Jeep bulletproof, but it's just going to make it better. So you can keep going and uh, finish that trail or, you know, get to work the next day and not have this huge problem uh, down the side of your Jeep. So this sounds really good. I'm, this sounds very impressive. It, it, it must have been, uh, yeah. it must be very um, satisfying to see, to try something, to make something like this and be so successful at, at creating it. Well, I mean, you're, you're segueing me into, into my next little bit. So oh, good. we have, 
So I mentioned that there's a third type of armor that we're about to launch. And officially, I'm saying it's going to come this summer, but we are doing our darndest to get a little faster. Um, so we've had actually a lot of people. So we've, uh, let me back up just a touch. So we've done a lot of custom armor. So custom designs for folks, um, custom designs for businesses. You know, you want to use your, your club or your brand or, you know, your business as a, as a marketing billboard on your Jeep that you want to take on and take off as you're either at events or off on the weekend or anything like that. So part of that, folks were asking, can you do a lighter weight version of the material that is a lot easier to take on and off? Because our JL armor, um, the hold is really great, you know, and, and some folks want to be a little bit more active with taking it on and off. So we thought, okay, let's, let's put something together. So we haven't officially named it yet. Um, unofficially, I'm calling it Meek Pet Armor. Um, pet stands for uh, the formulation name of like a, like a plastic resin that we use mm -hmm. um, to build the armor side. And we still have the gel membrane on the back, so it, it'll stick to anything smooth. So it does, you know, if you have a whole bondoed older Jeep, we can do that. If you have a brand new JL or JT, definitely sticks to all those. The beautiful part about it is now that we're using a clear plastic, we can make the gel clear as well. So now we can make clear armor. I know, let that sink in. Like when you think about that, you can see through the entire thing to your Jeep. So if I have a printed pattern, um, you know, so we're about to launch a, a couple of designs of like a really nice, like kind of tattered American flag in a color version, like a gradient, a lot more see-through version, um, a grayish version, and then a black version. So imagine the, the black on, you know, a white Jeep, for example. So where you have, so you have the full side covered in, in our armor, which is, again, reusable, washable, you know, non-toxic. I mean, it's, it's really great stuff. The plastic that we use is actually uh, FDA uh, approved for food handling. So if you wanted to kiss your Jeep, you can do it with our armor on it very safely. But imagine the look of your Jeep where you have, you know, the, the black tattered flag along the side and everywhere we don't have print, it's completely see-through to the exterior color of your vehicle. I mean, how much more perfectly customized can that get to the overall look of your Jeep, you know? And the beautiful part is where we have the printed design, it has a matte finish and where we don't have any print, um, I can make it even matte or shiny. So now you have that extra awesomeness of, you know, the, the shine with the, you know, the pattern. So as you're walking up the side of your Jeep, you have, you know, not only this amazing pattern that's coming up as you're getting closer, but the, the textured look of the mix of shine and matte as well. So I'm extremely excited about this new product. And we're working with a couple of big aftermarket companies right now. Um, in regards to getting some licensing put together um, and really fully, you know, product testing. Um, you know, we're going to be in Easter, uh, or not Easter Jeep, sorry, I'm sorry. We're going to be in Jeep Beach uh, at the end of April, and we're going to have one of these prototypes on uh, the Catskin Jeep in their booth. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be taking off really quickly, but the, the design options are literally endless at this point. Yeah, I think that's where uh, it, I think that's where you're going to see the biggest thing because people love personalizing their Jeeps, and and you can't get much personal than putting something that is radically different than any other Jeep. You you could put wh whatever you want to on there, and of course I'm talking about the customization uh, because you can literally print 
uh, most anything. Is it multicolor that you can you can print on these uh, on these panels as well? Oh yeah, anything you do with digital printing, we can do it with this. That's really cool. And of course, you're talking about the uh, the, the the ink being uh, food safe, but it also uh, you it lasts a while in the UV of the sun too, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, we use a UV uh, fade resistant ink, so we have a, a warranty of, of one year against fading. That's really cool. Uh, in, in practicality, how long is it before you notice the fading? I haven't noticed fading yet. I have a, a couple older sets that I, I rotate on my Jeeps, and they look the same. They always look the same. You've got to uh, keep in mind that you know your Jeep is, is vertical, so even if the sun is, is beating down on it for a good chunk of it, it's still coming down at an angle, and the angle is moving. So it's not like it's it's basking in, in the sun in one exact spot all day long. Right. So... Well, you guys do do. Yeah, I, we uh, definitely have that issue. You guys do hood armor as well, though, correct? We do just for the the JKs, um, and I honestly I haven't seen any issues of fading on on those okay. as well. Um, and I got a funny story. So w- w- when I had my old JKU, it was a white Jeep, and I had a big round meat magnet logo that I wanted to put on the hood, and I wanted to have it a little bit more centered. And you know where there's that little hood handle? Mm. So I took the hood handle out. I put my giant logo on there, and then I kind of screwed the handle through one part of the logo, so it was kind of stuck on there. When I put it on, I somehow stripped one of the nuts on the screw, so I couldn't get the one side out. So my giant logo was stuck there, unless <laughs> I wanted to, you know, to tear it to take it off. So for over a year, and I live in San Diego, so it's extremely sunny here. I park outside all the time. I'm either in Big Bear or out in the desert or, you know, just, just hanging out outside by the beach. I'm all, usually always in the sun. And I thought, you know, having this logo stuck on my hood, there was probably going to be some kind of repercussion from it. And to my surprise, the, it's a black and white logo. The black and white itself had never faded or changed colors or yellowed or anything. Um, every time I went through the car wash, you know, because I couldn't fully take it off, I would just kind of maybe flip one side, <laughs> wipe it with a rag so there's there's no water pulled underneath, flip the other. It was kind of like a, a haphazard job that I was, I was doing to keep it clean. But after the year, when I eventually did finally take it off, the logo, when I held it to other logos that I, we had in the shop, the colors looked the same. And my Jeep underneath, there was no fading, there was no yellowing, there was no discoloration on my hood whatsoever. That's great. That's a great story. I'm glad you had that story to share with us because that would be one of my concerns. You know, if I went through the the uh, the, the added uh, uh, detail of having something printed, I would hate for it to fade too quickly. Um, right. I, 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 I just like you know people to be able to see it and shake their heads and go, God, that guy needs to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> nice bright colors for a long time. Now your armor isn't just for the doors. It goes from the fender, from the front to the back. It, it sure does, yeah. And it covers roughly about 80% of all the scratchable surfaces on the sides. Yeah, and uh, uh, and I was looking at it earlier, and I, I'm sure the prices vary, but I was. it looked like the price is, is generally around $900. Is that correct? No, it's actually, um, so two doors are uh, like the JK and TJs um, are 448 and the JKUs, the four doors, are 498 um, then we move into the, like the gel armor. So those range from 548 for the, the JLU all the way to uh, 698 for the Gladiator. Oh, okay. I don't know what I was looking at then because I thought uh, I, you know, as you soon as. I've been looking at a custom Gladiator. 
Oh, that was about $200 more than, than okay, the Okay, good. Well, so, so this is really affordable, uh, guys. Uh, I was thinking it was right around $900, and I was getting excited about it because if you've ever had a vehicle wrapped, you know that that can be upwards of $1,500. And if you wanted to have a logo or just some clever thing on, on the side of your Jeep to make it you know unique to you, uh, it wouldn't be that bad of a deal, especially if you're looking at getting it wrapped and having it professionally put on. These things you just print and stick onto your Jeep. It sounds like the installation is very simple. I would assume that you just want to make sure that the surface is clean and uh, you just get it lined up and stick them there. And if it's not straight, you can take it off and put it back on. Exactly, exactly. That's really cool because that saves a lot of, because uh, they charge you to install those things So uh, if you do a vehicle wrap, and it's very uh, meticulous work, whereas it doesn't sound like this would be. Now, I had a question from much earlier. You were talking about people uh, taking their, uh, their armor off and on. Why would anybody want to take that off once they put it on? I mean, I guess if you got dirt or something up underneath there, you might want to, but do people not want to drive around with the armor on all the time? <laughs> well, so our primary goal for, for the armor was trail armor. So, you know, when you're getting it out there, you're, you're in the desert, you're in the, the muck, you're in the water, you're getting it dirty. Um, so you obviously, you know, for me, when I have my armor on, if, if I don't get, if I'm not in, in adverse weather, like big storms or anything like that, and I just want to wash it, I usually go to the hand wash and I just let the pressure wash guy know that this is magnets on my Jeep. And so he always seemed to know to just hit it straight on instead of at an angle. Right. And by the time my Jeep comes on the other side, it's washed, all the pieces are on, and I just drive away. Um, but I do say, you know, there's a lot of, you know, fuel vapors, road grime, you know, a lot of things on just everyday driving, and that builds up on your vehicle over time. So I do recommend, you know, take them off every couple of weeks, give them a nice wipe, rinse, you know, rinse the backside, get, wipe the Jeep, making sure, make sure everything is, is clean. You really don't know what you may have picked up in your daily travels and stuff. You don't want that sitting on, on your vehicle. Um, and definitely when, when you've been in any like extreme wet conditions or very humid conditions, you want to make sure that moisture hasn't collected in between the armor and your Jeep, you know, and so you just pull the panel off, give the Jeep a wipe, let the panel dry, put it back on and you're good to go. So if you, uh, cause you know, most guys are lazy. Uh, if, uh, somebody like myself <laughs> me, just, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to put that stuff on there and leave it on there. Uh, do you think it could be a bad thing? Like if you went months with it, with it on there and, and you just didn't want to take it off and put it back on, you know, you don't want to clean your room or have to clean your armor either. Okay. So for that answer, I say it depends. So I have uh, a new gladiator now. And so I have our, our magnetic armor with the gel membrane. And so when we uh, factored in the design of that, we made the gel a, re a really strong hold because all the folks were asking, hey, you know, for us overlanders especially, or folks that don't want to take it off very often, you know, can you make something that once it's on, it stays put really, really well. Mm -hmm. And so we, we did that. And so I don't want to take, you know, it, 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 it's a little bit of work for you know, someone who's 5'3 and 120 pounds to, to take off and put back on. I don't really have a lot of, you know, storage space and big work area, all of that stuff. So I do personally leave mine on for months at a time. And the only yeah. time I change it out is usually when I want to change my design to something different. And so I'm very, very lazy that way. But I live in San Diego, so it's very dry here. Right. I usually don't, you know, if I go out in the rain, I do check the corners here and there to make sure moisture didn't get in there. And when I'm ready to change my armor, 
I made sure I, I clean everything, you know, before I, I pack my one set, set away and put my new set back on. And I've never had an issue. So, so I say that. But if you live somewhere where, you know, the temperature is really hot, really cold all the time, it's a really dirty environment, it's got really high humidity, it's, you know, all of that stuff can cause damage being on, on your vehicle. So when you have armor that's kind of holding it in place and you have all that grime and stuff in between your Jeep and your, and your armor because you're not keeping it clean, you know, I'm not sure what that could cause, but I'm presuming that could cause something. Excellent. I love that. The, the lazy guy in me loves that answer. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's common sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. when you normally go to clean your vehicle, you want to keep your armor clean as well, because all the same stuff that's been on that is is on your armor as well. Sure. No, it it, it makes sense. It, this is the recommendation, but you don't know of any specific instance where it would be a bad thing. Uh, each individual needs to take responsibility for their own their own decisions, and uh, so I just kind of like the idea of like, well, as long as it's not going to like eat it apart, I'm, I'm I'm just leaving it on there. So let me ask you this. How do you, how do you, if you're taking this stuff off, like if you've got a couple of uh, different skins, uh, different armors that you have on there, uh, and you take the, the one off and you're going to put the other one on, how do you store the one that you took off? Good question. So we have um, in each package of, of the, especially the new armor with the gel, um, we've got an extra roll of like a really thick clear plastic. And so it's the same length as the, the template of the armor that, that comes out of it. And so when you're ready to take the armor off, um, stick it, like make sure it's clean on the back and then stick it to the clear plastic. And I recommend you cut it close to size and then stack the armor. Um, and you can have, you know, put it anywhere flat, um, either if you have space in a garage, if you can put it on a piece of cardboard, slide it underneath the bed. Um, I personally, because my JT is a little long when I park, I kind of park over it. So I have my extra panels stacked in between the wheel wells. Um, I don't drive on it, but I just kind of back up over it, and I've found, you know, just a piece of cardboard on top for anything that leaks off my vehicle when it's, you know, finished running for the day. Um, and that's just been, you know, the, the way to do it. Is this and every time I'm ready to put a set back on, they're all nice and flat for me. I don't have to, you know, wait for anything, and, and I just pop them on, and, and off I go. Would, would this be something you could actually just, I mean, if you wanted to carry two sets, one on the Jeep and then one in the back seat, could you just literally keep the other set in the back seat so you could change it out when you wanted to? Yeah, you definitely can. Um, and we are actually in the works of making a carry bag as well. Um, we're engineering um, like kind of like a one best fit for the magnetic armor, um, the gel armor, our new pet armor, um, the long pieces, short pieces, all of that one kind of one system that can do it all and so that i'm thinking this summer we're going to be able to launch that well that's really cool now the and i'm not recommending anybody do this i'm just kind of asking for myself so if i was taking a trip to like say uh a, a big sur uh like uh, california and i wanted to drive there at 90 miles an hour and i wanted to have another set of uh, skins to put on there the the armor to put on there just to fool the police you know when i got away from them i could change the i could change the outside on the jeep and just kind of cruise over there you know hey officer how you doing yeah that bastard drove drove right by me <laughs> you know so i had i had a, a like a, a joke idea for a commercial we wanted to shoot at one point where um we were showing the jeep being chased by police and then you kind of go into a parking structure and really quickly change out your armor yes. and then casually drive back <laughs> in front of the cops yes yes exactly so you know if you want it, it i mean 
a part of the appeal is, is changing the look of your vehicle. You know, like you said earlier, you know, you have a, a, a gorgeous white Jeep, you go and you put the, the lift, the bumpers, the fancy tires on it, and, you know, you go to a, a meet and greet with other Jeeps and suddenly you're like, you're floored that your fancy white Jeep looks like everybody else's fancy white Jeep, <laughs> you know, because everyone else has done the same modifications. So if the biggest impact, best looking thing you can do is personalize the whole side in a way that, you know, I mean, if you want to do a wrap, that's, that's perfectly awesome. But me personally, I realized in my older age, I've got a little bit of commitment issue. So I like to be able to change my look when I want. And I don't want to have to spend, you know, $3,000 to yes. do it at each time. I love this idea because you could have different uh, different designs. I mean, especially if it's, uh, you know, like, uh, what did you say, 600 something dollars for uh, like the JT for the uh, the custom one? Uh, I mean, exactly. it would, you would still be much lower than a, a wrap, and you'd be putting it, taking it on and putting it off whenever you wanted to. And, uh, I mean, hell, you might even make people think you got a fleet of, uh, of Jeeps that you drive around because <laughs> so it, when it I looks different. started the company, my neighbors actually thought I had a different Jeep every few weeks because we were prototyping some new designs. Um, so in my garage, I literally had, like, 12 different sets that I was putting on on a regular basis. Yep. And, you know, obviously when, you, when you're new, you start the company, you're going to a lot of Jeep events, you know, pre-COVID and all that. So I was always putting on a different design for, for different events, taking pictures, going, you know, going into the mountains and all that stuff. So my neighbors literally thought I had, you know, four different Jeeps at least. Well, look yeah. at her. She's so rich. She has all these Jeeps that she can buy. Ooh. Yeah, I could just hear her. I know, right? <laughs> so, um, the, you know, I think this is a wonderful idea because you can get the customization uh, that you want. And even if you even if you go with the designs that, that you have available, uh, like the, I think you, uh, you have like the American flag. Those aren't the custom ones. Those are the, the standard designs. They are, yeah. Yeah. So, you could go for a lower-priced uh, 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 armor for your Jeep, which would protect it off-road and make it look custom, and you don't have to pay for a wrap. And you could have, you, I mean, you could buy two or three of these things and just change it up. I mean, this is wonderful. Uh, I can, I mean, I, I know women like doing, you know, matching and changing things, but men do too. So this is, uh, this is like a double, a dual purpose. And I really love this. This is a great idea. Uh, I was actually looking at getting a, a big ass Jeep talk show sticker put on the, uh, the, the Jeep talk show gladiator that's, that's been ordered. I'm, I'm, and I'm impatiently waiting for them to build and, and get, get it to the dealership uh but i'm thinking i'm gonna get one of these uh meek magnets to go on there because i could get one now and have the jeep talk show logo and the 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 brand new jt would be protected whenever i uh, take it off road so this is a just a wonderful deal you um i would assume that you just do the sides of the vehicle you don't have anything for the back of like the jeep truck or anything uh it's unlikely to take any damage but sometimes people do do damage the tailgates we are actually working on that. We're working on um, a hood and the back tailgate and a piece for the grill. That's really cool. That's really cool. Now, if you, if you want to tie in your whole look, you can. We can help you do that. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. This is great. I was uh, I was really happy that I ran across this on uh, on Facebook. Um, so uh, a little birdie told me that you were going to give our listeners a little something. Uh, a little uh, a code or something for uh, getting their own Meek Magnet armor. Yes. Now, so 
brace yourself because we never ever do discounts we never do sales so this is exclusive to the jeep talk show and it's for a very very limited time we're offering 20 percent off any of the, the standard stock design sets um, everything from the tj all the way through to the jt so it's 2021-jeep-talk-show20 wow 20 percent off that's huge um so- it is it is <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Now, you say for a limited time, um, uh, maybe the best thing to do is tell people they just need to hurry their ass up and order uh, and not give them, okay. a, give them a date. How do you, how do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm just saying limited time so that when the show airs, they're like, okay, this could be days, this could be a week. Let's get in there. All right, people, that's it. You hear this is, a, this is great marketing. You, you're going to get one of these things. And, and, and keep in mind, this is for the TJ the the JKs and I'm I'm sure that's JK and JKU, uh, the Jeep trucks, mm-hmm. the Gladiators. Uh, is, is, does that cover all of them? It does, yeah. Now, yeah, I, everything other than just the, the custom. So any of the the stock design uh, side body armor kits are are all good to go on this. And the customs don't really cost that much either. Even when you have to pay full price, I mean, if for for a unique Jeep and a unique unique look, you guys just need to go over to the to the website and uh, check this stuff out. www.meekmagnet.com and right. custom armor armor for us is a, actually an amazing deal because um, it's usually a hundred to maybe two hundred dollars more than the uh, standard design price, and that just really covers our graphics designer and then just the slight upsell for or the slight markup, I guess, for the uh, one-off production. Yeah, so that's uh, mekmagnet.com, meekmagnet.com. And, of course, we'll have this in our show notes. And, and I want to know, if, if you guys buy a set of this armor, I want to know uh, when you get it, what you think about it, uh, some pictures. We'd love to see that on social media. Uh, mainly, I want to see and know because I want to buy some of this myself, and I want you guys to be the guinea pigs. <laughs> but, but it doesn't sound like it's perfect. It doesn't sound like it's going to be much of a, a guinea pig situation, though. This sounds like really nice stuff. It's been around for for quite a while now, and uh, you need to go over there to uh, Meek Magnet M E K Magnet dot com and have a look at these Jeeps. They're uh, they're beautiful. I mean, I see this one on your front page that is all pink and looks like it has limbs and flowers and stuff on it. Uh, me personally, I think that's ugly as hell. But there's some women I know that would love that. <laughs> so. So actually, it's good you said that because we uh, have licensed designs with Cryptek and True Timber. Um, so if you go on any of those websites and you have, you know, like hunting camo or tactical camo that, you know, matches any other part of your, your kit or your, you know, hunting gear or anything like that, there's a really good chance we can match your Jeep to your rifle. So oh, just, you know, we have, yeah, goodness. we have access to, to all those all those designs as well. So. Yeah, I, I was talking about the men not caring about that stuff, but when you mentioned uh, guns and uh, and Jeep combos, right? yeah, you're now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you got your your matching camo hat with your rifle with your matching camo Jeep. I mean, oh, how perfect gosh. is that? The guys will be making fun of you and jealous at the same time. You know, it, it, I just I just realized something. There's a, there's like a hood things that you can get on your Jeeps that look like a map, which is great for overlanders. You know, they, they indicating kind of the, their off-road spirit. You could do that on the sides as well. You could have that same kind of, of map that uh, went on the hood. 
uh, on the side of these things too. So if you're an avid overlander and you want to indicate it by uh, the the armor that's on your vehicle, you could put that on there using the custom stuff. This is this is really cool, guys. You got to check this stuff out. M-E-K-Magnet.com. Meekmagnet.com. Go over there now. Uh, I, I should have said that to, uh, at the start because you guys would have had a blast looking at some of this stuff and it would have made a lot more sense to you. Now, I do have to take you to task on, on one thing, Monica. You don't have this stuff for the, the old Jeep Cherokee, the XJ. I have one of those. Uh, it's a single owner 1998 Jeep Cherokee. We bought it brand new and I can't put this stuff on my Cherokee because it doesn't fit. Okay, so I have, I have two things for you for that. The first one is we do have a spot under Armor Collections on off the homepage where if you don't see your, your vehicle, um, you can go in there and you can request your rig. And when we get enough demand for that specific model, we'll definitely create a template and we'll keep you posted on the progress. Oh, that's really cool. So Snowball's Chance of Hell is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, you know what? So we actually are, are, are about to launch Jeep Renegade Doors. Because there's there's a bunch of Jeep Renegade clubs that got their you know their hands on this and then said hey you know what we're gonna request Jeep Renegade doors so <laughs> we made them. <laughs> well, there we go. So guys out there, yeah. UXJ yeah, owners yeah, and there. listeners, we <laughs> might actually be able to get some some armor, uh, you know, the skin armor for our uh, for our XJs, you know, because the XJs are still going. But the, a lot of people say they don't like supporting the XJs because people buy three hundred dollar XJs and they go out and wheel them, and they're not going to spend a thousand dollars or even five hundred dollars on a three hundred dollar Jeep. But uh, I guess they don't know Jeepers and uh, modifications. Okay, so I did mention that there was two things that we can do for that. So we do have one product that we offer off the menu. So if you go on our website and shoot us an email or uh, call us at our 800 number, we can definitely get a quote for you. So we call them truck logos. So the Jeep Gladiator is our jumping off point from uh, Jeep Wranglers into the truck world. Uh, but as we don't have you know, other trucks than the Jeep Gladiator offerings now, what we can do for folks that just want a big logo across their two doors, for example, is you can send us a logo. We can create it in our uh, removable material, and you can put it across both doors. And then just where you have the seams um, to open the door if you or however compartments you have, you just cut that yourself. And then you have a perfect fit logo that spans across the side of your vehicle or the side of your truck bed or whatever size you wanted to make it. Um, this is a perfect thing because, you know, Ford now is coming out with uh, magnetic doors for their F-150s. Um, so even though it's like an aluminum composite material that was not magnetic, they're actually going through the effort of changing the, the metallurgy product uh, process of their vehicles so you can get magnetic signs to stick. And, you know, we say you don't need to go through that effort. And if you have a vehicle that is not, you know, steel or, or not magnetized, that's no problem. Our new material sticks to it, no problem. And it's reusable and it holds a lot better and a lot stronger than any other magnet sign. And, and those, the magnet signs I've always seen are really small and hard to read, especially, you know, if you're driving 90 miles an hour. So it, you could do something like this. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that either own a company or work a company, uh, work at a company that uh, has magnetic signs. I'm thinking even realtors. How cool would it be to right. have your face and what you do and your phone number in nice, big, full vehicle size? So there's all kinds of things you could do with this. And it's and really for what it what it is, again, going back to the, the vehicle wrap thing, this is cheap stuff. It has a dual purpose. Right. It protects your vehicle as right. well. So yeah, I like this. 
this is a great product. I'm, I'm really happy that we, uh, we got together and we could talk about this, especially right now right. since and I'm getting that Gladiator. Of course. And we actually have done uh, quite a few custom designs uh, for realtors and insurance brokers. So. Yeah, I, I, will, I can well imagine. Well, I am so sorry that I kept you so long. We try to do these things around 20 minutes, <laughs> and I get all excited no about worries. some of these products, and I just have all these questions. And so, uh, No, and, absolutely no problem. Now you have like a lot of little cut-and-paste segments of, of what works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, as I always like to say, the kids love the social media these days. So uh, how can people uh, reach out, maybe see, see the products other than uh, going to uh, meekmagnet.com? Uh, are you on the Instagram? Are you on the Facebook? How can they go and uh, see and interact with you guys? Yeah, so we're on uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Pinterest, uh, just all under Meek Magnet. Excellent. Well, uh, I want to thank you again. I want to thank you again for the uh, the twenty percent off code, which is guys, that's huge. You know, when you when you get somebody on here and they give you a ten percent off, at least in Texas, that about covers taxes. But twenty percent, that's huge. That's that's like double taxes. Uh, I think which right? we're all going to we, be learning about here. We'll never see. do sales, so this is super special for that's you. That's so great. <laughs> well, all the begging paid off. Thank you. So, so rem- <laughs> no begging at all. <laughs> so remember the the code is twenty twenty one dash jeep dash talk dash show twenty, and that's a twenty percent off. And and guys, you need to just you know you just got a stimulus check, so now's the time to let loose some money. Get this great deal. Get over there to meekmagnet.com, order a set of this stuff, and don't forget the Jeep Talk Show wants to see it. So make sure you tag us or put it on our website, uh, webpage, wherever. Well, definitely want to see this, want to see how it looks on your Jeep. These things look great. I think you got a wonderful product here. Congratulations. All right, Monica, thanks again. And, uh, you know, don't don't be a stranger if you get something new or you just want to talk about more about this stuff in the future because we're always getting new, new listeners. We'd love to have you back on the show. Awesome, Tony. I would love to be back. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thanks again to Monica for coming on the show and talking about mech magnets. Be sure to check them out at mechmagnets.com. My God, a huge discount uh, on uh, on their mech magnets, the uh, the armor uh, that uh, that you can put on your Jeep. Uh, I, I, you Not know. my Jeep. I shouldn't. You, know, you got nothing for the XJs over there. Well, you I'm know, kinda... uh, like she said in the interview, uh, if there's enough people that want it. Uh, they'll make nudge, it. Nudge, wink, wink, people. Yep, yep. So uh, if you'd like to get some uh, some armor for your XJ, we could uh, we could buddy up and uh, hit Monica up for uh, some XJ I've got, armor. I got panels that are different colors. I got more trail pinstriping than you know what to do with. So no, it's a little so bit yes. late. <laughs> well, I mean, think, make it look better, actually. <laughs> think, no, well, think about the the advertising uh, aspect of it. Instead of uh, yeah, having a bit of sticker, a Jeep talk show sticker on your on your Jeep, you, we could do the uh, this uh, magnetic armor, and uh, you could uh, peel it off whenever you were embarrassed uh, to drive around with the XJ Talk uh, emblem on your uh, on your Jeep. <laughs> no, I'd be worried about it getting stolen. Yeah, that's true, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, you always get another one. Well, do you have an idea for a guest? Maybe you work in the off-road industry or know somebody who does. Maybe you yourself would like to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Show. Everybody's got a Jeep story to tell. We want to hear yours. Go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and share your idea for our next great guest. You must have needed this every day. I need it! It's the Jeep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep.
And this week, I decided to just pull this straight out of Tech Talk and give you something that you're probably already thinking about. And uh, so this one, I, I've actually picked for the TJ market. We haven't given the TJ guys uh, any love in a little while. So I figured uh, if you guys are looking for some uh, some of these, uh, you know, silicone radiator hose kits or, you know, the engine kits where you get more than just the radiator hoses, you get the heater core hoses as well. This is a full... A uh, full kit. I think they even give you like a, a license plate co uh, cover and, oh, yeah. uh, and some stickers and stuff too. So really cool. Um, price is $180.50. Comes with free shipping. Uh, this is both the upper and lower radiator hose, both uh, the heater uh, heater core hoses as well. Uh, and it's by a company called HPS Performance. And they are one of the biggest and best companies in the automotive silicone hose market. They've been supplying the automotive, agricultural, military, and marine industries for over 14 years. So they got to be doing something right. The link that we'll have for you is, like I said earlier, for the TJ Jeeps. But kits from these people are available for your Jeep, too. Now, providing all the benefits we discussed in this episode, and this is competitively priced at, like I said, $180.50. So, um... I'm thinking uh, we need to put this in our, uh, our our page that shows all the Amazon products that we talk yeah, about on the show. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, if you go to jeeptalkshow.com, look at the menu bar at the uh, the top and uh, just look for uh, Amazon Store, Amazon something, Amazon's your mama. I forget what it's called, but uh, you just go up there to the top. Click on that, and uh, like we Bob's have uncle, totally different. <laughs> and, and we make it easy for you. You to just uh, just click on the link there on that page, and it'll take you straight to it. Which is good because if you're not taking notes while you're driving back and forth to work or to the trail or wherever you're at, just all you have to do is remember JeepTalkShow.com, and uh, you can click on a few things and find it. I will say this, that this HPS uh, company, they, they don't really deal with a whole lot of flair and, and fanciness. They, they, I think they have three, maybe four colors. Uh, I know they have red, blue, and black. They might have manly, yellow. I, manly no, colors. I, no. uh, no, none that, of the chartreuse or uh, <laughs> mauve for, or something. I know for the Jeeps, <laughs> uh, I know for the Jeeps, this company, I don't think has any other colors but red, blue, and black. So, um, But that's not to say they can't do a special order. Uh, or something like that. Um, so I, I perused their website a little bit looking for um, for other things. And that's where I found the, uh, you know, I picked out the TJ one. Almost went with a WJ kit, but, uh, but I was like, ah, you know, whatever. So, um, but uh, uh, yeah, th this kit uh, has all the brackets or, you know, all the clamps um, and a bunch of extra goodies and stuff as well. Uh, comes all in one big box for you. It's it's all there for you, all one kit. So really cool stuff. But if you're looking for other colors, there are other companies out there doing this. You don't have to go with this one particularly or this particular kit. Uh, so if you want the camouflage kit or you're looking for orange or you know something like that, uh, you may have to do some shopping around. So I don't know about you, Josh, but I think that if I was spending 180 bucks for hoses. They'd have to be another color besides black because I, when I look in there, I want to know that you know. Oh, look, those—that's where I spent my money on those those red hoses sure. or or you know blue or whatever. Uh, you know, some people aren't into the into the the bling. You know, the 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 flash, the fanciness, the flare. You know, all all that sort of stuff. And I will say this though: the silicone black, it is super duper shiny. Oh, I bet so. Uh, and, and so you know, whereas the you know the the stock OEM stuff is going to be flat black. You know, there. I mean, you might be able to rub some uh, armor all on it or something like that, some detail fluid, uh, and, and bring it to life a little bit. But that's not going to last very long. Yeah. No. Uh, silicone keeps its resilience for its entire life. Oh, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but the Jeep 4.0 liter engines have a tendency to leak. 
Uh, sometimes you it's around. The, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's around the valve cover. Would uh, would leaking around the valve color cover and uh, dripping down on like the lower radiator hose? Do you think that would cause a problem with the uh, the silicone hose? I know you were talking about it, it, uh, oil and gas running through it wouldn't be a good thing. What about on it on the outside? Uh, it depends on you know how long it's left to to stay there. Um, so I mean, if you if you don't open your hood for a few years, it was probably going to be a problem. Uh, but you know, people are generally doing oil changes on a regular basis. Uh, you're you're topping off fluids. Uh, you know those kind of things. Uh, you're at least checking your fluids every so often. I sh- I would hope. Um, and so when you open up that hood, you know one would see. Oh, geez. You know I know that I have a silicone hose kit. I know that oil and gas aren't good for that. Look at this big oil leak that I have going on. Maybe I should do something about that. And while I'm at it, I'm going to go ahead and clean this up. So yeah, you know it's don't judge. There's people that like their oil leaks. <laughs> you get all judgy about the I'm oil trying to, I'm trying to I'm trying to dye my driveway. <laughs> well, you know, you got to move it around so you get it all the same color. <laughs> well, now that you must have a silicone hose upgrade kit for your own Jeep, we're going to make it easy for you. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look in the link for the show notes for episode 485. 45, really? God, that's uh, wrong. It's like Didn't 5 it? episodes from 500 or something. I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> well, obviously, I don't know math. <laughs> Hey man, nice hose. Is that silicone? <laughs> Is that a hose in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see? It? <laughs> Is that a silicone hose in your pocket? <laughs> oh, the humor just gets better and better here every week. <laughs> it's not One predictable. Might say. Not predictable at all. <laughs> Well, uh, this is the part of the show where we uh, pull up around the campfire and, uh, you know, crack wise about a topic and enjoy you, our listeners, to do the very exact same thing. And if you're new to the Jeep Talk Show, uh, don't let this dissuade you from joining in on the fun. You can. You don't have to be a paid subscriber. Uh, There's no VIP special access or anything like that. Uh, It's very easy. And we're going to let you know here right at the end of this segment how you can join in on the very next episode of the Jeep Talk Show uh, talking about whatever the topic may be. Uh, this week's topic is, uh, well, related to carpet, actually, uh, and it's whether or not carpet belongs in a Jeep. Uh, you know, some Jeeps maybe, some Jeeps maybe not. Who knows? What's your, uh, what's your opinion on this? Is it a good idea or just a place to collect pine needles and sand and mud and stuff like that? <laughs> so we've got a number of listeners here around the campfire, so we're going to go through all the lists tonight. It's not, uh, not that long, so I think we'll be able to get to everybody. Uh, and uh, everybody will get a chance to chime in on this topic. And so stick around. We'll find out how you can join in, too. Uh, first up uh, tonight, we've got Chris from 7slats.com. He's going to tell us uh, what he thinks about carpet in a Jeep. Oh, first off, I want to thank Chris and uh, specifically 7slats.com for sending the uh, uh, sending me the first item, the first goodie for the Jeep talk show Jeep Gladiator build. It is a, uh, a little tool uh, in the shape of a, a Jeep Gladiator. You're familiar with those, uh, oh, those wait, credit card wait, wait. things? Yeah, yes. Okay, so uh, before you go any further, uh, I want to tell you, I was uh, after work, uh, I, I kind of had a long uh, long day yesterday. Uh, after work, I, I uh, was was picked up and taken out to um, somebody else's property uh, where he has a little Woods. bit of a, uh, shoot, a shooting range. Oh, okay. And uh, he, also, he also is a Jeeper. Uh, he has a, a extremely built Comanche. Um, and he's on 70 acres. He does have some wheeling trails. I just there. knew you were going to say the tires were seventies because I was like, so, wow, this is big. No, no, no. <laughs> but on the, on the bench, on the bench, on his back deck, where we were setting up all, all the, uh, the weapons and everything for, for having some fun. I saw this shiny little piece of metal over here on the side. 
And I'm like, what's that? That looks like a, no way. And lo and behold, I'm holding it up for, uh, uh, let me get uh, right here. There we go. It is one of those little metal tools shaped like a Jeep. And it might be the very one, Tony, that you are talking about. I, I don't know for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's this horrible image. There we go. There's some detail maybe showing up. Anyways, uh, yeah, you were talking about that little metal tool shaped like a Jeep, and I just like, wait a minute, I happen to see one of those in the last 24 hours. There's no way that you're talking about the same thing. Way. Yep, that's, that's, uh, that's what Chris, that's uh, can you see that in the... Uh, yeah, the oh, wait, I see, I see it. Yep, there it is. So great <laughs> great for the one. audio, uh, great for the audio <laughs> podcasters, people listening just audio. I'll be darned. I will yeah. be darned. Yeah. So, and, and actually, uh, I don't know if, you, if the guy that you saw, but it, uh, it actually comes in a little booklet. So uh, it has a. Uh, it's actually stuck to a uh, a booklet. You can see this. I probably should yeah. switch cameras or switch uh, the, the the things. And it has. Uh, I don't know that you would call it a pop up, but if you open it and uh, you can see that you can uh, change the uh, change how your uh, your gladiator uh, looks like you. That this one has all the doors off, but you can have it uh, with uh, all kinds of things in it. And you stick your finger through this hole, and it makes it no. Okay. See, there's there's one with the uh, the deal there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so it's a, it's a whole little booklet of things. So there's the there's the gladiator, and and, and how much how much do they charge for that? I, I have no idea, Chris. How much do they charge for this? I actually got a couple of them for free, and then I went back to the dealer, and they sold me the last uh, half dozen or so for six dollars a piece, and uh, that's not I bad. Had, yeah, oh, yeah. They, they just had them laying around. Well, I'm going to take down the post because that's not worth, uh, I mean, $6 isn't worth uh, the post up on the, uh, the side, Chris. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to have to go bug my Jeep dealer now. I, I didn't know these were coming from the Jeep dealership, so I, I'm going to have to go into the Jeep dealer and be like, hey, where's mine, damn it? This is some good thick metal, and uh, my, oh, yeah. my wife was uh, was very interested in this thing, and, and she says, oh, it's got a saw, and I went, oh, it does. I thought that was a comb, so... That was uh, that was uh, advantageous that she pointed that out, but she wanted to know what SAE was. Oh, thank you. And I, I, I didn't know uh, how to explain it to her other than it's an imperial measurement and uh, metric isn't. So uh, metrics went away, by the way. That's uh, that's being replaced by SAE for you know mark my words. Society of Automotive Engineers. Anyway, you can go back to asking your little question there with Chris. I just had to jump in and uh, throw out a, <laughs> a great no, thanks. That's the show. We're going to wrap this <laughs> yeah, up. Man, the we're going to go. <laughs> the question should right. be, what are you sending the Jeep Talk Show to go in the Jeep Gladiator? <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. All right, Chris, back to the show here. Uh, Sevenslats.com. What do you got? Carpet in a Jeep or no? Uh, yes. It's certainly for a daily, which mine is. And I... I, you read about people that take the carpet out and it's noisier, obviously the heat on the, the floorboards, but I believe, you know, carpet with a good set of, uh, uh, rubber fitted uh, floor mats is the way to go. In my, in my opinion. You know, I, I like that opinion actually. Um, you know, but as I began this segment, I was thinking, you know what, you know, Jeeps are very utility, right? And I've seen a lot of, of Jeeps that have just like the vinyl floor liner, uh, more or less, you know, it's, it's the, about as cheap as a carpet kit comes. Because there's no carpet. Uh, and, it, you know, if you splash something on it, well, it just wipes off or you can hose it off or, you know, whatever. Um, and then, you know, I've seen the seen the guys who completely gut their tub, more or less, rhino line the whole thing, drill a couple of holes in it, put some transom plugs in it, boom, you're good to go. So no matter what happens, you can just pretty much hose the whole damn thing out, pull a couple of plugs, and, and you're good to go. Um, and, but there's, there's, there's definitely uh, some points in, in you know, uh, for, for either. 
uh, having carpet, as you mentioned, you get the the heat benefits, you know, of of uh, a little bit more insulation, as well as massive amounts of noise dampening. So, yeah. Chris, I'm I'm going to give you the bonus points for that. The noise dampening alone is, is why I'm a big proponent for carpets in the Jeep. Uh, Greg, what would you have to say about this topic? Carpet in the Jeep, yes or no? I got to go yes um, as well for the same reasons that Chris said. Uh, it's just more of a, a creature comfort. I mean, we don't get very many of them in Jeeps anyway, so might as well take what we can get. That's a good point, though, uh, especially in the older Jeeps. You know, uh, a lot of the older Jeeps, 20, 30 years old, didn't have many many creature comforts. So, you know, get them, while you can, get them where you can. And a little bit of carpet, it does add a lot as far as the environment inside the Jeep. Uh, quiets things down quite a bit, uh, reduces uh, condensation, and also, uh, you know, helps you, uh, you know, uh, keep, that, keep that sound in there. Uh, keep the sound out, keep the sound in. And of course, uh, keep things a, a little bit more nicer looking and sounding and feeling and all that sort of stuff too. So you're on you're on point, Greg. Jim, what would you have to say? Jim F. This is a new name that I've seen around the campfire. So uh, welcome, Jim. And uh, and what would you have to say about a Jeep uh, carpet in a Jeep? Yes or no? Yeah, I got carpet in all three of my Jeeps. I actually have. I learned the hard way on an LJ I had way back when. Uh, I had I spilled a bunch of stuff on it and just kind of getting smell nasty and it gotten wet and you know whatever got in day i ripped it out and then i went on a road trip with my wife and a couple buddies and uh it was a nice summer day driving across the midwest and my buddy lifts up his foot and it had uh melted his shoe no oh my god yeah apparently his foot was right above where the catalytic converter was yeah oh geez oh man i can only imagine that must have been hot Goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they were here, complaining the whole way. Our feet are our feet are just sweating. Our feet are sweating. I'm like, it can't get you more AC. It's it's a soft top algae. I, I got two, all three, you know, blowers going back there as best I can. That's all you get. You know, that's amazing too, because uh, I bet you have to be careful what you put down as far as carpet goes, that you need a specific kind of carpet or some something that would be uh, that wouldn't catch fire because I could imagine somebody well, going to going down to Walmart and buying some you know carpet or something you know oh, and putting no. it down there and then uh, no, it, it catching fire. I mean something that gets, gets that hot because that's going to be a couple hundred turf, degrees. Astro, some classic astroturf, so melts. Astroturf, yeah, that would oh, be. Oh, jeez, the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little putting <laughs> green in the back yeah. coming out of the rear windows. You know, <laughs> jeez. No, uh, automotive carpet is uh, unlike regular carpet. Uh, it, it's different. It comes a, a different kind of polyethylene type of material. Uh, it's a little bit more resistant to heat, but more than that. Uh, you won't find a carpet kit in, a, in, in many vehicles at all, especially uh, anything, you know, less than, you know, 20, 30 years old uh, that uh, doesn't have some degree of insulation back or behind right. it. Uh, and so you get this uh, and it looks much like the carpet pad that you would find underneath the, um, the carpet in your home. But again, it's it's a much less foam rubber and a lot more you know, uh, you know polyethylene style insulation uh, type stuff. Distant plastic. Yeah. Uh, but it gives you that. It gives you the sound dampening. It gives you the temperature. Um, uh, you know, resistance against temperature and stuff gives you a little bit of a barrier there. Uh, but in addition to that, you know, it, it helps keep everything together and uh, uh, you know keeps it in place as well. So, Jim, great story. Thanks for that. Christopher, what would you have to say about carpet in a Jeep? Is it a good idea or not so much? I'm going to say, yeah, it's a good idea. Just because uh, you don't want your shoes melting. <laughs> and <laughs> even though it is convenient for like if you go off into the water or 
accidentally go into the mud or something and get water submerged, it's uh, it's still a good idea to have carpet. I mean, even though it, you'll have to take it out. It's a little more maintenance, but when it's wet. So uh, there are videos on YouTube that that show some excellent tricks for how to bring back to life an old carpet kit. Uh, maybe the back of that uh, that Grand Cherokee's carpet kit is looking a little bit grungy because it's uh, been used as a parts carrier a couple few times. Uh, you know, you're throwing back some tools and some other things. You know, when you're when you're wheeling, and it just gets grungy and dirty. And the thing's almost black. The floorboards are, you know, uh, around the floor, the carpet around the floorboards are almost, you know, are super dingy. They're almost black. You pull that stuff out. There's some videos on YouTube that shows you how to bring that stuff back to life and make it look nearly new. And and it doesn't take a lot of money. It does take some elbow grease and it takes a bit of time. It's going to pretty much take you all day, but it's a lot less expensive than uh, replacing that entire carpet kit with something new uh, and also, it's going to fit a lot better, too. Now, Josh, it uh, sounds like everybody is, uh, is sticking with the, the carpet. I want to ask... A, it's pro carpet, yeah. Yeah, I want to ask a quick question. Uh, now, I know that here locally, we don't have any drive-in movie theaters. Are, are there any drive-in movie theaters that you guys are still aware of, maybe that you go to in yes. your area? Yes. Because yes. yes. yeah. I'm... Because I'm thinking that if uh, if you if you visit the 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 drive-in movie theaters, being able to wash it out after the movies would be a good thing. So okay. no carpet no. might be. A, well, no, the kids are always dropping. What are you thinking about, Josh? The kids are dropping popcorn and uh, coke. <laughs> You know, yeah, what's the deal? Right. Yeah, it's it's a family you thing. Popcorn. That's all you went to is popcorn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, no carpet could be a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Bob, two cheap Jeep guys. What would you have to say about carpet in a Jeep? Yes or not so much? You don't have the note up. So <laughs> the TJ I currently have is the first one that's ever had carpet, but I never used them for road trips more than hour, hour and a half to go somewhere for the day. There so I do like the carpet. I need to replace mine. I think I'm going to get the, I'm going to, uh, bed line the inside and then i'm going to get the bed rug replacement carpet kit for the whole inside of the jeep uh you pull it out spray it off and throw it back in the jeep wet and it doesn't retain water at all very nice very nice that, that's actually really good yeah because uh when you as soon as a carpet kit starts retaining water well that's when you get mold and mildew and all that oh the carpet stuff. smells funky just one rain shower on a topless jeep Ugh. and uh the you gotta Ugh. you gotta take the carpet out but it, it still doesn't smell yeah. right no no god forbid you spill anything with milk in it oh, oh that, that's not gonna <laughs> that's not gonna come back out <laughs> so uh bob let me let me let me implore to you uh, one suggestion. Um, if that is your plan, I want you to look into a product called Lizard Skin. Uh, Lizard Skin is uh, a form of bed liner-ish type of material. But Lizard Skin, uh, what they offer is a material that offers substantially more uh, heat repellent as well as a sound dampening additive um, that goes into their product. So uh, versus something like a uh, rhino line or um, any other kind of bed liner, although the rubberized material is going to give you some degree of, uh, of sound dampening, this stuff takes it like 10 steps further. In addition to that, you, you get measurable heat uh, uh, dissipation. 
Um, so a lot less heat is coming up from the exhaust or from the trail or from the cement and getting through the floor pan, floor pan of the Jeep. Um, look into it. It's going to cost you a little bit more than your average bed liner, but with the, um, the benefits that it has, lizard skin is definitely uh, worth the money. So check it out. Right. Yeah, yeah, I will. Chip, what would you have to say about carpet in a Jeep? A good idea or, uh, you know, just a mold magnet? Chip's going to say, what's carpet? <laughs> CJ's. Well, exactly. Exactly. In my CJ's, no way in hell. We're, no way, I'm right? going to be no carpet in my CJ's. But in my JK's, yeah, we got carpet. They're creature comfort. Um, you know, I hate getting caught topless and having to pull them out and dry them down. Or yeah. if I go through too deep of a hole and, and get mud or, and water up in them. Yeah, then it's a mess to clean the carpets out in the JKs, but um, but it's just worth it from the insulation, from all the aspects, sound deadening that you've talked about. The carpets are nice for creature comforts, but in my CJs, not going to see carpet. Now, if 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 you know there were companies out there, and I know that there are, that make decent molded uh, you know carpet kits for the CJs, would that be something you'd be interested in, or you know just uh, you know if it it was it was custom made, uh, you know it's going to fit. Uh, you know, it's going to stay in place and it's going to add a lot of uh, creature comfort to the CJ. Would you do it? Well, adding creature comfort to a CJ, <laughs> I just can't imagine <laughs> driving it a thousand miles worrying about creature comforts. You know, it's like lipstick it's on a pig, right? <laughs> but, 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 but having said that, no, I wouldn't because I mean, there are aftermarket and there are replacement carpets for sure. CJs. If yeah. I had a show, a show CJ that I was going to take, and try to compete with a fully restored frame-up thing that's, uh, that's uh, not yeah, going to ever yeah. see off-road. Yet yeah, maybe, but my CJs aren't those. My CJs will go wherever I want to go off-road and do what I want to do. And so they're not, they're not really going to... If I show them, they're going to be carpetless. You're, you're just going to ruin the carpet if you put it in oh. there. So why put it in there, I think, is, is, is what you're saying. It's a lot of work. All right. Clean it up. Jeep and Mo, what do you got? To, what do you got for us? Carpet and a Jeep, or not so much? Well, I think for uh, the picture daily, I think we've everybody said that you know creature comforts, insulation, everything for a daily. But I think the other part is if, you're, if I'm building a rig just to go out wheeling, if I'm going out just rock crawling, maybe mm -hmm. if I'm taking that in the mud and where I'm going to swamp it all the time. Absolutely not. Right. So it really just depends on if you're building a toy or if it's going to be a, a daily. Now, one thing, one aspect I didn't really think about is traction inside the Jeep. Now, oftentimes we think about, well, you know, traction for the Jeep itself. But what about traction in the Jeep? When you got to like really hang out that window or you're like, you know, trying to look back to see what's over the rear corner or, you know, on that passenger side front corner or something like that. And you're trying to really stretch. If that floorboard that's completely bare uh, goes ahead and and uh, and get some you know snow or some mud or some water on it, and you go ahead and plant a foot and try and press up. All of a sudden, slip. Oh, I hit the gas instead of the brake, and now you're into a tree. Now I don't know. I, I'm I'm painting a perfect storm of events that's likely never going to happen. Uh, but it is one of those things where, well, you know, even just a good set of of mud mats might do the trick. You know, I don't know. I think there might be a middle of the road here. Tony, what would you say to a carpet in a Jeep? Now, I know, you know, XJs and, and TJs, I think all your Jeeps have carpet, don't they? They do. Uh, I, I, I mentioned earlier about getting the uh, the TJ wet. I got caught out in a, uh, a storm and it was really strange. It was one of those localized ones that you're not expecting. 
and uh, I had the top on, at least the, uh, it, it's not a bikini top, but you can, uh, on the, the Best Top NX uh, top, you can take off the sides and the back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was kind of like a bikini top. And this, this, you know, as happens sometimes in the summertime, this uh, very heavy shower came by and I had water in the Jeep that I had to take the, I had to find because, you know, the TJ was new to me, had to find the plugs in the floor that I, I oh, figured yeah. were, were, must be there. And I had to pull those plugs out to drain all the water out and take the, the carpet out and, and sit it on the front lawn to dry. And uh, anytime there, you get any water in that carpet, it smells mildewy and not good for quite a while. So quite a while. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, that's a hard choice. But uh, melting your shoe to the floor, uh, and, and even if you're not melting your, your, your uh, footwear, it's still very hot and very loud. Yeah, and, uh, and it's amazing you, how much of a difference it makes with the car. Like during during the summer, if I if I'm wheeling, I'm I'm not wearing sandals. But if I'm driving around, I, I wear like you know Tevas t- style sandals. You can you can just jump into the water with them. You can run with them. They're not going to fall off. I can't do flip flops. I I, did, I don't have the mechanics in my feet to make those work. I don't know. Uh, but uh, that's the other thing is 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 heat. I don't like my feet getting hot. And, and so I'm all about that, that putting something in between, even mm-hmm. if it's something yep. like, a, uh, you know, like, a, 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 you know, one of those form fitting, uh, you know, uh, floor mats or something that, that goes in there, even in the driver's well, if nothing else. I think, uh, you know, uh, something like that, you know, some weather tech or, or some uh, husky liners or something like that without carpet might be the, the perfect middle of the road option. Um, you don't have to worry about, you know, if you spill a, a, a 42 ounce Mountain Dew in the, in the passenger side floorboard going around a corner, uh, you're not going to have to worry about, you know, what that carpet's going to smell like next week. Yeah, just scooch uh, it so, over to the hole and uh, let, right. the, uh, let the people behind you deal with it on their windshields. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, this kind of was predictable. I I I, th- I thought everybody was was going to kind of be uh, a little bit of a mixed bag, but uh, this all kind of went a little bit more one direction than the other. But, well, it depends. Uh, it's like it's like Chip said. It depends on what you're using the Jeep for. And like, like Larry said, if you're if you're just doing a toy, then you're not driving it to and from more than likely. You're probably towing it. And uh, you get out there, you jump in, you do your thing. You don't care about the, how loud it is because you got the windows down or the doors off, and mm-hmm. you're you're having fun. I mean, nobody can hear you say "yee hi" when you're making a jump if you got carpet and the windows Wait, up. Wait a minute, <laughs> who's jumping there, G? <laughs> it happens. Now, I, real quick, I I got to go back and ask one of our listeners a question really quick. I think it was Jim, Jim, who said he had an LJ. Had. Was that as in oh, past no. tense? Did you have an LJ and then got rid of it? Is that yep, is that what I was I saying? I had an 06 <gasps> LJ. Oh. You said 06? 06 LJ. Yeah, it was a oh. sport. So it's not like it was a, it was a unicorn or anything. But I, well, yeah, I things got kind of rough up there in Chicago. And it kind of it, uh, oh, Chicago. Okay, up. so rusty Jeep. Yeah? No, 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 no. Well, oh. Life got kind of rusty. Bullet holes. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, it it happens. I, I just you know people have a have a reasons for selling jeeps, and and I they are all wrong. All credit. those they all are, those selling all jeeps are wrong. Yes. <laughs> so that's I, exactly Jim, I got, why I get to do whatever I want. It, it worked though because I was with my wife, and we were just about to have our first kid, and I had to let the jeep go. And uh, so when I wanted to do all the work, <laughs> I got to put the one ton of axles in the forties, and the wife didn't even complain. And I can I can see him. Well, remember I uh, I sold the uh, the LJ. She goes, no, only on your birthday. I don't care what you're gonna say about the Jeep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's worth a try. <laughs> well, I can't thank all of our listeners enough, and of course, Tony as well for chiming in on this. I would have liked to have heard, uh, you know, a couple few other. I would like to see what Wendy uh, and and Bill would have had to say about this topic, but uh, we'll find out uh, another day about all that. Uh, you can join us around the virtual campfire every time we record the episode. It's a, it's Thursday nights around 9.45 p.m. or so. Uh, what is that, Central Time? Uh, uh, or uh, I don't know. What, what is Anyway, Thursday nights is when we do yeah, this. Central thing. Time. Just keeping track of time. Uh, and if you want to you get in on this, um, it's when we record the latest episode. You can join in each and every week. Uh, listeners do all the time. You can too. All you got to do is subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, you can get weekly reminders through that uh, and how to join in via Zoom. Or you can follow us on Facebook uh, and, uh, and you'll get the notifications through Facebook as well about uh, when a show's coming up, when the recording's about to start, and of course a link to get in on the Zoom room to join in on the fun. Can't wait to see you there. Uh, join in on the Campfire Side Chat. Follow us on Facebook. Receive the notifications via our newsletter. Uh, Tony, if they wanted to sign up for that newsletter, how do they do it? Is it, is it all complicated? Do they have to like donate something? It to is. It? There's a kidney, a DNA test, and a COVID swab that you have to I go through to... Sign off your firstborn, <laughs> too. <laughs> so, no, it's real simple. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com, and you can uh, just uh, sign in uh, there. Uh, put, put in your email address that you want to receive those uh, those newsletters, and uh, it will come to you uh, uh, five times. Is it five or six times a week, Josh? I can't remember. It might be four times a month, if that. Oh, even. okay, good. Well, that's- it's just once a week, and and, uh, and we only send you out. We don't sell the information. It's just for us. It is literally just for this newsletter, uh, and, and it's only for that purpose. And it's just as easy to unsubscribe. So if you don't like the one email a week with the newsletter with the inside information and all the good stuff, well. So all you all you have to do is unsubscribe. No big deal. I will say that you, uh, if you're a, a newsletter subscriber, you will probably find out about giveaways before everyone else. That's where the good stuff is. Yeah. Well, thanks again to Chris, Greg, Jim, Christopher, Bob, Chip, and Jeep and Mo all for uh, chiming in on this week's topic, and uh, of course my co-host Tony as well. Uh, and uh, we hope to see you guys next week. That's it for the show for this week, my fellow Jeeper. So until next week, be sure to check out our website, Facebook, Twitter, and our YouTube channel, too. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. You know who he is. He smokes Cuban cigars, is always surrounded by beautiful women, and most importantly, he listens to the Jeep talk show. He is the most interesting Jeeper in the world. I don't like to brag, but thank you. Casting since 2010.